0: good day to you it's lovely to be bringing you the word of god today and uh, before i come to scripture i'd love to just say a very big thank you for um, the way you've responded to our COVID 19 appeal we've been able to spread resources far and wide across the nations and bring tremendous relief to many many who are facing struggles so thank you very much and may i ask that we continue to stand together during these uncertain days Let's go to Scripture, Joshua chapter 3. I want to read from verse 1. And in the ESV, the heading above this chapter says, Israel crosses the Jordan. Verse 1. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and they set out from Shittim. And they came to the Jordan, and he and all the people of Israel, and they lodged there before they passed over. At the end of three days, the officers went through the camp and commanded the people... As soon as you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God being carried by the Levitical priest, then you shall set out from your place and follow it. Yet there shall be a distance between you and it, about two thousand cubits in length. Do not go near it in order that you may know the way you shall go. For you have not passed this way before. Then Joshua said to the people, consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua said to the priest, take up the ark of the covenant and pass on before the people. And so they took up the ark of the covenant and went before the people. We join Joshua and the people of Israel at at the climax of the story of how God had rescued them out of captivity with tremendous promises of a land and an inheritance that would be theirs. And now the moment had come where they're just about to cross over into it. A new era was certainly about to be birthed. And one can imagine the anticipation, maybe even a, a deep excitement among the people, the, the, the voices carrying across the, the large camp in anticipation of what they were about to do. But I guess if one thought about it a bit longer, I I would think that there would also be quite a measure of apprehension and uncertainty, maybe even a, a little bit of fear in some, because as we heard, they had not passed this way before. Spies had gone in and they'd heard stories of tremendous cities with walls that went up to the heavens. They'd heard about hostile people groups, armed, wanting to defend their land. But yet in the midst of all of it, they'd heard that God had promised a land that flowed with milk and honey they heard that they would reap what they hadn't sown. And the spies who had gone in most recently had come back and said, the Lord has given all of this into our hands. And so there would have been all these mixed emotions. And it was during this time that the commanders go in and say to people, get ready. And then that amazing statement that applies so much to us today, we have not passed This way before. Much has already been said about these days that you and I live in. I've heard things like this. We're in unprecedented days. And I guess we are. I've heard others say nothing like this has been experienced by this generation before. I would say absolutely. Others have said to me, life is so radically changed. For Heather and I, that's definitely the case. And I've heard it said, the world as we know it will never be the same again. That's quite possible. Like Joshua and the family of God, we've not been this way before. But if we were to take the words of the commanders to the people and put it in a single sentence, I believe that one could say that they said, prepare... And pay special attention. There was a readiness required from the people. They'd not been this way before, and there was something unique that was needed from the people at this moment in time. Two weeks ago a dear friend and I had a conversation, we hadn't chatted for some time, and the conversation immediately goes of how everything's changed, we're no longer meeting, we can't see family, we talked through it all and then he quoted the scripture just as a throw uh, throw, away comment and arrested me and I thought oh it's so true and so for the last few weeks I've been meditating on Joshua 3 1 to 6 and I believe that Joshua and his people had four things in their favor as they crossed over and I believe that They are just as relevant to us today in this moment as they were to Joshua and his people at that time. I believe that if we were to lay hold of them and allow even a measure of them to become our lifestyle, it would serve us so well as a family of God. So let me go through these four thoughts as quickly as I can this morning. The first thing that I believe that was in their favor, number one, is they crossed over with promises. Their actions that day weren't just an ambitious plan. This wasn't a young leader wanting to go and just do something and see what the result would be. This wasn't a land grab. This was a response to the promises of God. These were people with promises from the God of all creation. Brothers and sisters, we too have promises. We have promises of eternal security. We have promises of death being defeated. We have promises from Jesus saying, I will build my church. Nothing will stand against it, nothing will hinder my purposes. What a promise. We have promises. um, One of my most precious scriptures. Where he stands with his disciples and he looks them in the the eye, one after another. And he says to them, I will be with you always, to the very end. And this is at a point where he's just about to ascend and leave them. And then in Hebrews, he's ever interceding for us. One who has experienced all the hardship and the temptation we would ever know. Is praying for us in these days. Tremendous promises. And then there are promises that we have as a family of churches. There are promises that you have. And I want to say to you, like Joshua and the people of God, we need to hold on to the promises God's given us. This present pandemic mustn't undermine the promises of God. Heather and I spent a a morning recently in prayer and we found ourselves praying about the promises of God. We went right back to the time, the earliest time we could remember when God gave us promises as a young married couple. And here we are all those years later praying, Lord, you said this and you did it. Lord, you promised that and look what you've done. Lord, you said that and there's the fruit of it. And then we prayed through the promises that await fulfillment. And we felt faith arise. Like Joshua and the people of God, we have promises. Let's hold on to them. But the second thing they had in their favor is, number two, they were accompanied by God's presence. If you listened carefully as I read the story, you would have heard that the Ark of the Covenant uh, went ahead of them, about 300 yards ahead. The Ark went with the Levitical priests. And the commander said to the people, fall in behind it. Don't go too close. Let it get ahead so that you can keep your eyes on the presence of God, which the ark signified, the presence of God. It will show you the way. We've not passed this way before. So stay behind. Keep your eyes on the presence of God and it will show you the way. In the same way, even though our present path is difficult, disruptive, sad, costly, God has promised that he would send one who would journey with us, his Holy Spirit, the very presence of God that would come and dwell in us. He said, I will be with you always, not sometimes, always. And what a joy. We, as we journey, like Joshua, the presence of God goes before us. We don't need an ark. We don't need a vessel or a building. We don't even need great numbers around us to experience the presence of God. He's in you and I as we receive him. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit, Jesus said. We don't pass this way alone. And even this morning, you might be sitting alone in your apartment Been locked down for weeks. Maybe you're sitting with your family. You might have faced grief and loss. Maybe you are in mourning at the loss of a loved one. Maybe there's a measure of uncertainty or fear. Maybe your job's at risk. Maybe the unknown has gripped you. May I encourage you right now change your posture. Maybe maybe just for a moment, lean into God right now. Sit forward. Close your eyes. Maybe just open your hands right where you are now. And just allow the, the presence of God to come. Jesus said, when I send my Holy Spirit, he will come upon you. He will be your comforter. That word means he will fortify you. He will empower you. He will be your guide. He will be your counsel. He will show you the way. Right now, we can experience God just where we are. We do not pass on alone. Maybe you're anxious about the future. Well, let me say to you, let the presence of God come and experience the peace of Christ that settles all these uncertainties. For Joshua and the people of God, they kept their eyes on the ark, went into the river, the water uh, held back and formed up at the town uh, upriver, Adam it's called, and they crossed over as on dry land, the presence of God that achieves the most incredible things. It's for you and I, today in this moment thank you jesus the third thing they had in their favor is they prepared themselves well joshua goes among the people and he says consecrate yourselves and that word is about uh, it's a word of preparation they got themselves ready and there were certain rituals they had to follow that now in this new covenant we don't but in the same way, brothers and sisters, I don't know about you, but we're in our sixth week of lockdown and so much has changed. I want to be honest and say that for the first few weeks, I found it so difficult to get any sort of a routine and try and work out what day it is. And uh, it just felt so jumbled at times. But what I discovered and I want to encourage you this today is that. This is a perfect time to prepare yourself, to prepare yourself. It's a perfect time to establish routines and behaviors that will serve us so well that when we come together again, when we come through this difficult time, we will find we are prepared to cross over into this new era and all that God's going to do. And imagine how different the church will be. If God's people are all prepared, get yourself ready. Don't waste the time. Don't just mark time. Work out just a perfect time, perfect place. Put repetition in place. It'll serve you so well. Over the weeks of lockdown, I've been studying the book of Hebrews. And if I'm honest, Hebrews have been quite a mystery to me at times. I have loved it. And when I got to chapter five, the writer to the Hebrews starts to speak about maturity. And one of the sentences, the verses says that in, in verse uh, chapter five, verse 14, he, he says, we're talking about maturity, he says it comes um, by uh, those who are trained by constant practice, trained by constant practice. And it really it hit me and i thought wow yes it's true with the with the word of god and in prayer and encouragement of others and all the things that we do worship it comes with constant practice and we get better and better and as i considered that verse i i thought of some of the the social media i've seen of of sports, uh, sport personalities those at the the top of the game tennis players or cricketers or swimmers, um, footballers, where they, they showed what they are doing. And in their homes or in their backyard, they're practicing and practicing. And they, they call that activity the um, establishment of, of muscle memory. And you can imagine that tennis player, he's, he's hitting the shot, he's returning the shot, he's watching the ball and he does it over and over and over again until that moment that he gets on the court and when that ball comes at him his memory his muscle memory is so well trained and put in place that his racket and his arm and his weight and his thinking are all in the same place at the same time and the perfect shot is played. We have such an opportunity to prepare ourselves well for all God's got. I've been watching some of these videos going around, particularly this beautiful one about the, uh, the song or the blessing over nations. Deeply moving, especially when the, the, the people all gather together. and You see, you hear all those voices. It's so moving. And as I've watched that, I thought, Lord, you're doing something special. Are we going to see revival? Are we going to see revival? Yesterday, uh, in, the, in the press, there was a report that in the United Kingdom, one in four people are now tuning and uh, joining in in church services on a Sunday morning. Oh, Lord, come, Lord Jesus, come. His church needs to be ready. Brothers and sisters, prepare yourself well. And finally, number four. They went in together. Right at the beginning of this passage, it speaks that that lovely sentence, Joshua and all the people. God didn't save us into an individualistic life, an isolated Christian life. I know it's like that for some at present. Some are now coming out of lockdown, which is such a great joy. But he saved us into a family And as we go, we pass into this way we've not been before. We pass in together. I'm not sure about you, but I can't wait for the moment when we can gather as one again. I can't wait for that first legal hug. Or, as they do in Dubai, where we spent a lot of our our time, you arrive at a meeting and you get greeted with a, a kiss on either cheek as you're welcomed in. Can't wait for those moments Again, and even though we might be in this unusual time of isolation and we're apart, let's not forget that God's called us into a family and into togetherness. Joshua and all the people. Let's not lose the bigger picture. We have promises. We have promises we need to hold on to. We know God is going ahead of us. His presence is with us. Brothers and sisters, prepare well. Get those rhythms. Prepare well. So that when we together, we'll see such a change in all of us. And lastly, let's cross over together. I love it in this final part of this passage where Joshua speaks to the people and says, Prepare yourself. And he says, for tomorrow, the Lord will do wonders among you. I'm not sure all that lies ahead of us, but I'm certain God's going to do wonders in the months and the years ahead. So today, may God bless you and keep you. Grow in him, stay in him, keep the bigger picture until we are together again. God bless you across the nations. Bye for now.